My name is Jeremy Devins, and this is the Quiet Mind Yoga Podcast, episode 145, a yin yoga practice focused on sukha, creating good space in the body, mind, and breath. In the source text of yoga, I talk about stira sukha asana, which means every posture is a balance of effort and ease. Stira, stability, and sukha, ease and flexibility. So in today's class is all passive postures, all yin postures focused on creating more space in the body, mind, and breath. And if you want to adorn your body with some beautiful quiet mind yoga gear and uh, tank tops or sweaters for the colder weather, you can go to quietmind.yoga slash new shirt. created a new uh, design that you can get on a tank top, a shirt. You can customize the cut, the color, the size. And there's lots of different options at quietmind.yoga slash new shirt. And I've bought all my Quiet Mind shirts there. I use this uh, Redbubble website, which is awesome. You get $10 off for any order of $30 or more. And you can buy any Quiet Mind stuff or anything on their website. They've got lots of great designs on there. Uh, I'm a little partial to the Quiet Mind stuff, but I really like it. And you can check it out there and see what I'm offering and customize it to your body and your style that you want. There's great tank tops for men and women and different uh, colors and sizes to choose from. Quiet Mind Yoga slash new shirt is where you can get that new shirt and any of the other shirts that I've made in the past. Limited time offer, but you can check it out now. So for today's practice, if you're in the Northern Hemisphere like me, I'm in Austin, Texas, and it's colder now. And those of you outside of Texas might not know that. It gets very cold here in the winter, actually. Uh, not nearly like when I was in Minnesota. When I grew up in Minnesota, it was much colder. But it still gets cold, and we're all affected by the Vata season, which is cold, dry, and rough. And in our bodies, we can tend towards feeling more cold in the hands and feet, more dryness in the skin and the hair and the scalp and can have more roughness and irregularity to our routines, our mind, our mental state. And of course, in a yogic perspective, it's all interconnected, very deeply interconnected. So in our yoga practice today, going slower, having more time and stillness, creating mental space, vata dosha is space and air elements. So when we have too much of that, we can feel spacey and ungrounded. But if we combine it with slow grounding movements, like in today's class, we can find more of a balance. So we always want to find the balance of stira and sukha, of effort and ease, movement and stillness. Now, those of you in the Quiet Mind membership, you can watch the video of this class now inside the membership. If you're not a member, you can go to quietmind.yoga/membership and join the waiting list for the next open enrollment period. And I'll be adding some really fun new things I'm excited to share there soon. And uh, you can check out any of the links in the show notes to see all the stuff I'm up to, my Quiet Mind Astrology podcast, and uh, the YouTube channel, and my other podcasts for yoga teacher training. So it's all deeply interconnected, and there's a whole path for you to explore if you so desire. But if you just want to do a single class, grateful to have you here and hope you find more classes you like every week here on the Quiet Mind Yoga podcast, sharing new free yoga classes, free for everyone. If you know somebody new to yoga, they can check out the Yoga for Beginners course on my website and then come back here for any of the beginners classes. I do recommend if someone's completely new, they do get some visual feedback and see uh, what the poses look like and what we're talking about. But then they can come back and any of the beginners classes here would work as well. So hope you enjoyed today's practice. Let me know if you have any comments, feedback, suggestions at jeremy.quietmind on Instagram and hope you have a great practice and a great rest of your day. So we'll start in Sukhasana, easy pose, comfortable seat. Find a little length in your spine, shoulders slightly down and together. And start to take some slower, deeper breaths down to your belly. <clears throat> so as I mentioned uh, on Sunday, this month, 
all the classes are about focusing on our breath and our mindfulness and our breathing. So we'll do that three-part breath here where you breathe into your belly, ribs, and then chest, expanding, and then you exhale in reverse order. So chest, ribs, and belly. So of course we can, we're really just breathing into the lungs, but we're creating space with, by moving the diaphragm and emphasizing different areas of the breath. And your hands can just rest wherever is comfortable, or if it's helpful, one hand on belly, one hand on the heart, feeling these three parts of your breath, all smooth and connected. And the average person has more shallow breathing in the upper lungs. Just breathing that way can stress us out and create a stress response in the nervous system. But just breathing down to the stomach with the diaphragm can have the opposite, a, a calming, centering effect. And notice if you feel like you're pulling the air in, and let it become a little more subtle. So less pulling the air, more creating space in your body. And then we'll let go of that <clears throat> focus of the breath and come down to your back to start today. <clears throat> and we'll have the knees come in to hold outside of the knees, shins, or feet for happy baby pose. And you can move a little side to side if you want or stay still. And slowly extend one leg at a time if you want to ease into the hamstrings. And then bring the soles of your feet together down to your mat. So feet are together, knees are apart. And if this is a little tense here, you could put blocks under your knees or your fists under your outer hips to help ease that up a bit. And we'll hold and breathe here for a while. So yin yoga, we hold postures like up to five minutes at most and all on the ground, all focused on creating a more receptive, relaxed state in the body and mind. You can imagine each inhale bringing prana, life force, oxygen, not just to your lungs, but throughout your inner legs, all the way down to your feet. So opening the channels of energy, the nadis, throughout the inner legs, the front of the body. Yin yoga is similar to acupuncture in a way where we, in acupuncture, you put the needles in certain areas to essentially open those channels and then you just wait and you just stay in that position and let the, the needles do the work. But in yin yoga, it's, we get into a pose and then we just stay and let the pose do the work. Just like you did with your lungs, rather than pulling air and life force into your body, just creating space and allowing 
prana to come into the legs and the front of the body by creating space. I'll stay here another minute or so in silence. Now we'll slowly start to transition by bringing the knees back together. And let your legs out to the floor below you, arms overhead, stretching your whole body head to toe, lengthening through the sides, front and back. And we'll transition to a side bend or banana pose. So to get into that, you have your knees bent, first feet on the floor, and lift your hips up over to the left side of your mat just a little off-center, and then lower your heels towards the right corner of your mat. Right, you kind of find where that feels right, and you might cross your ankles. That might help you hold that. And then just a little bit, press into your elbows to crawl your shoulders to the right upper corner of your mat. So you get into this sort of crescent shape or banana shape, and you can grab your uh, left wrist with your right hand, you can cross the ankles, either leg on top, find what feels right for you. But just finding some sort of shortening of your right side, lengthening of your left side. From your left heel to your left armpit to your left wrist. It's the whole left side of your body. And this isn't an intense stretch. You might not feel a major stretch here, but we're going to stay for a while. Again, similar to acupuncture, it's like subtle energetic channel opening throughout the side of the body. And just like the breathing, imagine you're creating space and allowing prana, life force to fill that space, open those channels of the left side. And we'll slowly come back to the center. And again, 
Bend the knees to move your hips over to the right side of your mat. The legs to the left side and the upper back and shoulders to the left side. Imagine with each inhale, you're just creating space through your right ribs, right side of your body, allowing prana and life force to easily move through your right side. And we'll slowly come out of this. Move your hips back to center. And either roll over to your side or can transition over to your side, however you want to get to your left side. So we'll lay on the left side with your either your bicep under your head or your hand under your head. So we can kind of lean into the right hand and make circles and movements of the right leg and hip in all directions. Anything that feels good for the right leg. Bend your right knee to the floor in front of you or extend your right knee out in front of you getting more into the outer leg and hip. Either way works. And bend your left knee to reach for your foot or ankle to get this quad and hip flexor stretch in the front of the leg. Hold and breathe here for a little bit. So you're lengthening the space between your left ribs and your left knee. Allowing prana to flow into that space. The Sanskrit word sukha that we use a lot, so stira, sukha, asana, so what we want in every pose, stira and sukha, stability and strength and ease and receptivity. But the literal translation of sukha is good space. So creating space in the body.
And over time, maybe this pose feels a little more effortless, a little easier. And over time, really all the poses start to feel more effortless, more light. This energy can just flow where we direct it. And we'll slowly start to release from here and come down to your stomach with your right knee still opening out to the right. So the knee's bent now. And you're in this sort of half frog pose. So your belly's on the floor, your right knee's opening out to the right, kind of like tree pose as well. And then your hands can come down under the head or you can turn your head to one side. And we'll just rest here for a moment. And this might feel pretty easy after the bound angle we did earlier. But we're just going to stay here for a moment, sort of resting on the belly, connecting to the ground, and feeling those three parts of the breath again. Belly, ribs, and chest on the inhale, and chest, ribs, and belly on the exhale. Feel how your belly connects to the ground with each breath. I've been fortunate to work with this amazing American, or a Native American teacher who would say it's important to be belly to belly with the earth, which is something we rarely do. Just feel the connection to the ground in our stomach. The stomach is our center of willpower, of drive, ambition, but being able to let all of that relax just for a few moments and letting the energy of the earth to connect into us. Now we'll slowly transition here where we come back to uh, both legs straight out and roll onto your right side. So we'll do that same little sequence now, starting with your uh, right arm under your head or your right hand under your head. Left hand helps you stabilize so you can move your left hip in all directions moving the synovial fluid in the joint. And now let your left knee land to the floor in front of you or straighten the knee out if that feels better for you. And right knee bends to grab the foot. Might need to Adjust your hips a little bit so your right hip is a little more facing the ground. That might feel like the right spot. Lengthening the space between your right ribs and your right knee. These muscles often get underused and tense and weak. And then the breath can't move as freely in the ribs and belly. So we're creating some space, some good space here, some sukha ease throughout the right side.
If there's ever any painful or sensitive spots, you might change your angle a little bit. Just find where it feels good for you. Finding that good space, sukha, in the pose. Because if it's sharp or painful at all, that's not good space. So you want to adjust that. Allowing the breath and prana and life force to easily move into the right side of the body. Where at first maybe this felt tense and it continues to feel more and more easy, more and more light. slowly let that go and transition back down to your stomach with your left knee out to the left similar to a tree pose shape or a half frog pose so it's opening your adductors your inner left leg which might feel pretty easy right now but the main thing here is belly to belly with the earth again either hands on uh, under the head or just head to the floor. And again, feel these three parts of the breath, belly, ribs, and chest. We'll stay here about a minute in silence. And we'll start to slowly transition now to the hands and knees. And make any movements for your spine, shoulders, neck, and hips that feels good for you. And we'll transition into some sort of pigeon pose the right knee forward, either the standard pigeon with the hips square to the ground, come down to the hands, or the 90 degree pigeon with your hips to the right, 
and your legs to 90 degrees to lower your shins or your elbows past your shin. Or you can do pigeon on your back or on the wall. Any version that works for you here will stay a little while. Now focusing on the outer hips, creating space there. If you happen to have a bolster nearby and want to rest your head on that, you can do that. Notice if there's anywhere in your body holding tension that doesn't need to here. Sometimes your body can kind of brace itself if you're working with a tense area. So like the shoulders might unconsciously tense up. We just bring awareness there and allow the shoulders to soften, the arms and the hands to soften. And the outer hip, the piriformis, the glute medius, the right leg, softening, allowing the prana to flow through this side of the body. And slowly transition here. Take your time to get to the other side. You can imagine the fascia, the connective tissue in your body. It's almost like this webbing, very, very strong and dense. And if you took away all the structures of the body, the muscles, the bones, and you just left the fascia, you would have your whole shape, your whole body is sort of uh, interspersed with this fascia it's in between all the muscles connects all the bones and everything and it's very dense and 
slow to change. It adapts to how we use it. But it does adapt, and when we hold postures like this for a while, all those little strands of collagen, really strong fibers of, of fascia, move. Instead of being really dense and tight, we become more flexible. We have a wider range of motion that we can easily move through. And it really just takes time. And just holding a posture for couple minutes or so and getting relaxed it tells your body to adapt and move those collagen fibers so our actual shape of our body changes so we become more flexible something very unique to yin yoga so we'll hold here another minute or so Finding this good space and ease throughout the left side of the leg. And the breath is the most important part. The more relaxed the breath, the more relaxed the body, and the more able we are to adapt and actually change the structure of our bodies. Slowly start to transition here, eventually up to sitting with your legs out in front of you, and leaning back on your hands to extend your spine. So we've been in a forward fold for a while, now just lifting your heart, letting your head hang back a little bit, not too much. Just feeling the length of your spine. And back to sitting up here, we'll bring the left foot to the right thigh for Janu Shishasana, head to knee pose. And you can focus more on the upper back, shoulders and sides by grabbing with bending the knee and grabbing the foot. And you can sort of pull your arm forward or you can focus more on the hamstrings in the back of the leg by straightening the knee and folding forward. If you're a little more open, you could do some combination of the two. Whatever feels good for you, it's okay if your back rounds here. You'll hold and breathe some version of this for a while.
whenever the back is rounded like this, in spinal flexion, we're less likely to breathe into the belly. So notice that, and as you hold here, just creating a little more space in your belly to allow the breath to be more full and deep. Without stressing, without pulling the air in, just creating space. Now, when you're ready here, slowly transition to the other side. If you want to do that very mild back bend in between, just to lengthen out your spine, you could do that. Might feel nice. The same thing we did before. When you're ready, we'll go to the other side. Janushashasana, head to knee pose. Starting with as much length in your spine as you can. Hinging at your left hip. And again, you can bend the knee, grab the foot, or straighten the knee and focus more on the hamstrings. And we'll slowly start to sit up here again. And then we'll all do that little leaning back. So both legs start to extend out. Lean back on your hands to lift your heart, extend the spine. Slightly lift the chin. And just hold there for a moment. Notice the increase of energy flowing through the front of your body. And we'll just come back to sitting now with your knees bent, feet on the floor. And let your knees lower to your right for a deer pose. Left knee to the right foot. And turn your spine to the right, down to your hands or elbows. Stretching into your lower left side of your back. And you can even reach out through your left arm to accentuate that more into the lats and the sides. This is another good spot for a bolster. If you have a bolster nearby, you could rest your torso on that.
in twists like this, there's a lot more compression on the internal organs. So you won't be able to find as much space, but still finding some space in the belly, ribs, and chest. Slowly transition out of this one. Eventually over to deer pose on the other side. The same thing. Knees to the left this time. And turn your spine to the left. Down to hands or elbows. Or even reaching your right arm out. To lengthen the lats and the sides. And slowly untwist back to center. And we'll move into sitting. Sukhasana again. And just move the shoulders in a circular motion in both directions. Move your neck any way that feels good. Creating good space throughout the neck and shoulders. Jaw relaxed. We'll come back to the center, sitting here, and we'll just move the neck now, lifting your chin towards the ceiling, and then chin towards your chest a couple times. Jaws relaxed. You might even open your jaw like you're yawning relieving some tension in the neck. Now we'll turn the head left to right. Just a rotation in the neck. And then draw a circle. And if there's any tight spots, just work around those. Be gentle with your neck and move any way that feels good. Again, you can yawn and relax your jaw. And we'll come back to sitting in Sukhasana, tall spine, shoulders down and together. And here we'll use the mudra thumb to index finger, just the center and focus the mind and the energy. And notice the breath in the belly, ribs, and chest on the inhale. And on the exhale, chest, ribs, and belly. We'll do this for about a minute, and then if you want to Go down to your back for Shavasana, you can do that. I'll let you know when we're there. Or if you want to stay in meditation for the last few minutes, you can do that. But for now, just noticing your breath.
vitality able to flow through the whole body with less resistance than when you started. The whole body becoming lighter, less tense. your breath becoming more subtle. And now you can stay in meditation for the last few minutes if you want, or come down to Shavasana or any last resting pose. And we'll have the last few minutes in silence.
now before we close our practice, just noticing how you feel. Maybe the mind is a little quieter. Maybe you feel a little more connected to your true self, the Atman, the observer of your experience. So you always have a choice in how to respond to any situation. And you can notice if you feel reactive. And just take a moment to pause and recenter and come back to the state that you've cultivated here of clarity, feeling centered. able to observe your experience and choose how to respond to it. That is the goal of yoga. We can start to apply it now to the rest of our day. So we'll close our practice with the hands together at the heart to bow the mind to the heart and to each other. Thank you for practicing today. Namaste.